Okay, this is Worlds of Books. Today is November 15th, 2015, and we've got a slim crowd here, but we'll be discussing uh, the book, I'm a Stranger Here Myself. It's got a little other title after it, but I'm going to stop with that by Bill Bryson. And uh, I want to welcome uh, David and Mickey, and this is Alan, and... uh, I'm going to give a little bit of background, just a brief background about Mr. Bryson himself. Uh, He was born December 8, 1951 in Des Moines, Iowa. However, he uh, has lived a lot of his life in the UK. Uh, He was over there in 1973, and then he, he met his future wife there while he was working at a psychiatric hospital. Uh, they moved back to Iowa for him to finish his degree. Uh, and then they moved back to the UK where they lived from 1977 to 1995. He came back to the United States and lived in Hanover, New Hampshire, where he was, where he was writing the book we're discussing now. Actually, it wasn't a book. He wrote a series of newspaper columns for a uh, UK-based newspaper about his experiences uh, in the United States after being in Britain, kind of, and he covered a variety of topics, which we'll, we'll touch on. Uh, I think he's back living in the UK again. I, I couldn't nail down the date he moved back there, though. So, uh, anyway, uh, he's most noted, I think, for his book, uh, A Walk in the Woods, which he wrote, uh, I think it came out in the 90s, sorry, I don't have the date, but it discusses with humor his his uh, uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail with a friend of his. It's very funny, I've read it too, and uh, anyway, uh, I, I really like this man, I, I don't know, I, you know, it's like anything else where there's humor involved. You kind of appreciate it or you don't appreciate it, depending on where you're coming from. I mean, humor humor is very personal to each of us, and uh, different things strike our our comic fancy, depending on our backgrounds and such. But uh, this guy, uh, uh, Bryson, really, really just uh, appeals to me. And uh, uh, I, I think what I really like about him, he, he seems to be f- uh, from the same kind of mindset I am when it comes to seeing humor and stuff and he's he has a lot of really good common sense which i think he brings into his uh, at least these newspaper columns that, that that were compiled for this book anyway i'm gonna let go of the mic for a second and see if y'all have any comments and then, I, then i'll mention a little bit about uh, uh what i liked about the book i have always liked bill bryson um i've read a lot of what he's written and yes he is good his his humor is wonderful um uh, I've only read about 5% of the book this time. I'm mea culpa. I was uh, busy. Uh, this is the first time I, it, since I have started, we, since Vicki and I started Worlds of Books, that I d- didn't read the book. And I'm, um, I'm ashamed, but I didn't quite get there. But what I have read, I loved. I too enjoy this writer. In fact, um, I reviewed his one summer for Library Journal a couple of years ago. It was his 
um, historical account of the summer from roughly May of 1927 to September of 1927, including the Lindbergh transatlantic crossing in a famous murder case and different things people were doing and thinking and saying then. His book at home was also good, discussing the history of each room of the house. So he can do that as well as be humorous. I'm jealous. I'm really jealous. And he did a science book. Uh, the answer was something about the history of everything. I hate him. I want to be able to write like that. He must be rather well off by now with these books. Several of them have done really well from what I understand. He's got the most interesting accent. It's vaguely British, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah, and uh, you'll have to tell me again the name of that, the, the book that, that, he, uh, that he wrote that he narrates. I think you said he narrates one of them himself because I'd like to read that too. Uh, I wasn't able to get quite through all of the the uh, table of contents again because I was having to. You know, I found myself just laughing and laughing at a lot of these different articles, uh, which are each each a separate chapter in this book, and uh, some of them I've got about you know five or six of them written down that that uh, I thought were particularly funny, and I'll just go over those real quick. Uh, uh, chapter fifteen or. or uh, yeah, fifteen junk food, junk food heaven, uh, chapter eighteen, the cup holder revolution. Uh, let's see, chapter twenty three, the war on drugs. That one I didn't wasn't so much uh, the humor of it, but I have to agree, we've gone way out of control in this country on the uh, uh, the war on drugs and. It's no wonder we we've got more prisoners in this country than the rest of the world combined. I think, and, and that that that's the main reason. Uh, chapter twenty six. Uh, why no one walks? Oh yeah, what a great chapter! And chapter forty three, your tax form explained. Okay, and uh, uh, I used to be a, a a tax accountant, and uh, <laughs> he just did such a good job of of poking fun at the uh at the whole tax form and just uh, you know it was, he was almost like a wind-up doll once he got going quoting all these different things and and he had the language down pat uh and of course he changed the the uh he wasn't actually quoting real tax forms but he sounded just like somebody narrating a tax form in that chapter and it was hilarious but uh i really like the one on junk food heaven because he really <laughs> he talked about some of the breakfast uh, cereals and stuff, and, and, and he's exactly right. I mean, they don't read like breakfast cereals. It was they they read like junk food. I mean, what you would go to a snack aisle to get, and it's just it's just embarrassing for our country. But uh, it is what it is. I thought the cup holder thing was real funny because uh, back when I was driving and stuff, I mean, that was the cars were just coming on board with uh, with with cup holders and. I think he mentioned some model having like 21 cup holders in it. I thought, gee whiz. Uh, any, anyway, and then I really appreciated the chapter on why no one walks because I, yeah, he, he's exactly right. And I've got to where I like to walk. I mean, obviously I have to walk. If I want to get myself somewhere now, I have to walk, but I can't drive anymore. But uh, it's embarrassing how much this country People drive themselves everywhere. It's 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 insane. And uh, he was talking about one one place. He was trying to get to this location. And it was like a couple of blocks away from where his hotel was. He couldn't get there. There was no way to get there 
without driving there. The, the, there was no way to walk to it. And I, I thought, oh, come on. It's just it's just crazy how lazy we've gotten in this country. And he was talking about some guy driving to a uh, like a curbside store, leaving his car running and running in and and, and dashing in to get something. It's just it's just crazy. And then uh, uh, anyway, that's it. I'll let go of the mic. I'll make two quick comments. I loved the chapter, and I think it was the first or second chapter in the book, about the way American food had become so pretentious, and he made up some of these fakey terms. He said something was a defragite of um, vegetables in rare oils, just poking fun at the elaborate fakery and pretentiousness of some restaurant menus. And as for what Alan said about walking, I can agree, because I was visiting friends in the UK in September and part of October. It is much more walkable than here. They're down, the downtown where I was, where the, my friend lived, was pedestrianized. People walked all over there. It cost money to park your car anywhere in town. It was expensive. People would take a bus or a train or a walk. They seemed to be more open to walking. And I thought I thought that was a cool thing, and wish we would bring some of that back, it's, and even bring the train. Wish we had trains like they do, but the walking especially. Well, I think they are. I think they're starting to wise up. They're starting to more more. They found that more commu- community spirit is there when there are sidewalks, for example, and uh, so I'm I'm moving about a block and a half away from my daughter's house, which will be good, but then all of a sudden she said. I've been here for eight years, and I never noticed there wasn't a sidewalk here. And my reaction was, uh, duh, you know, because she uh, walks everywhere. But I'm going to teach her differently. Yeah, I, I really think that I would like uh, living over in the in the UK. Of course, I mean, it, it wouldn't be home, but, uh, I, you know, I worked for from like 1990, let's see, what year was it? No, the, from the, from the mid '80s to the mid '90s, I worked for a UK company, and I just really have a lot of. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously we come from the you know the, uh, the British folks, and uh, they just they just seem to be more level headed about stuff and uh, more practical. I mean, it could have just been the company I worked for, but the sense I got from the British people, they they just seem to be more. Uh, sensible and have more common sense and you know more pragmatic about stuff i don't know maybe i maybe i read them wrong but uh uh that was always my sense and i just just really liked being around them and stuff uh and uh uh, i I think a lot of this comes out in this book too because he uh uh, i think he's kind of after being after living over in the uk for almost 20 years and coming back to america i think a little bit of what he's doing is kind of poking fun at us, and I'm I'm hoping you're right, Mickey. I'm hoping people will come around and and get more sensible about stuff uh, like walking and, and not driving everywhere. I would say they're a bit more formal than we are. They still value a little bit politeness. They are happy with a little bit less because they their houses are a little smaller, their cars are a little smaller. Gas was running one pound HP per liter over there, and that would be about. A dollar thirty a quart here. People would go into orbit. Um, The food was interesting. That you can keep the baked beans on toast for breakfast. To me, baked beans accompany barbecue. They do not accompany my eggs. Thank you very much. And they were a little stingy with the ice. I think we we spent a weekend in France, and I think they were stingier. 
And so I thought that was interesting. But there is a different culture there. You can feel it. Yes, I'm I'm sure you can, but there's you I don't know how to put this. There are every area of every country has regional differences which makes it fun to travel. Even traveling in the United States, you find when I came here I had some severe culture shock. Um everything is was different or well every not everything obviously language was the same but um it was uh interesting so i would say that really probably i i think par- farther east you get more formality uh especially northeast um i i, I think it depends on where you are that's an interesting point. I didn't have a chance to notice in London, everything was very fast in London, very cosmopolitan, very big. But I did think people were a bit politer on the subway, the tube is what they call the subway, than I had expected. I, and Mickey, really, Ohio to Wisconsin, you had culture shock. Here I am thinking, that's all Midwestern. Why would there even be a difference? I'm amazed. That's interesting. And when are you moving? Probably the first week in January. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to do the worlds of books if my computer will be hooked up by then. Um, I, yes, there was a lot of culture shock. Um, I, I I went to the front door. Somebody was ma- uh, cutting the grass, and I just kind of waved at him, you know, hi. And Bob said, we don't do that here. He said, "That's uh, he, he'll think you want him to come. And I said, well, then he'll have to get used to me, won't he? And people don't say hi when you're walking down the street. You know, if I pass someone, I'm apt to say good morning or whatever. And they don't do that here. And they think I'm weird. And I like it. Yeah. I, uh, there are certainly all kind of regional differences and stuff. And I, and I think the, I, I think the best way to, 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 to handle that is like, is like you say, just, just you know, be accepting. And then, it, you know, uh, if you want to speak to somebody, you speak to them. Yeah. Cause I mean, we certainly do that down south because, uh, you know, I've always been a, uh, one to speak to folks and say hello and stuff and, uh, uh, things. So, uh, yeah, if, if, if you don't like that, then I, then I guess you just ignore me and then, uh, I'll adapt. But, uh, uh, that's the thing. You, you just kind of have to, when you move around, you, that, that's what I like about traveling, though, because you, you yeah, I've always liked experiencing the different cultures and stuff, and then, uh, you know, trying to learn and uh, enjoy what's different about it. That's that's what makes life, you know, that's what makes the varieties the spice of life, as they say. So, uh, 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 you're you're better off if you're always open minded about wherever you are and trying to accept people for what they are. I'll always, uh, I'll always uh, uh, be an American, no doubt about it, and. Uh, but I, but I think I would like uh, living and visiting other places and stuff. Oh yeah, but um, we—I forgot what I was going to say. It was something earth-shattering, no doubt. Um, uh, here, the people kind of think they're they're so close or close enough to the east that they think they're eastern, and uh, they sort of have this attitude, whereas. Where I'm from, there's there's a line that they, you know those, you know you're a 
you're from whatever state, when, and one of ours is, you know you're from Wisconsin if you are on the phone for 45 minutes and the call was a wrong number. Oh, that's funny. Your state sounds very, very friendly. Perhaps it's that Scandinavian influence in Wisconsin and Minnesota, maybe, and Ohio's more German, and like you said, it's very close to the east, like Pennsylvania. That's interesting. Ich bin ein Deutscher. I'm about as German as they can come. Um, not much Scandinavian in, in the area I'm from. Northwestern Wisconsin is, um, and Minnesota, of course, but... Uh, but it's, it's just um, uh, more free. Anyway, we're a little off topic. Yeah, it's okay. We can be on whatever topic we want to because, I mean, I, I, I've said all I'm going to say about the book, really. But, uh, uh, yeah, and, and uh, you're talking about what people are, are, are expecting you to be like depending on what state you're from. I, I don't get anything but negative being from Mississippi because, I mean, people think we're all racist, ignoramuses, and uh, – uh, yeah, uh, 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 living, uh, uh, they wonder if we even have indoor plumbing, I think, but Hey, th- that's all part of it. So, you know, uh, I, I, you just got to go with it and you just got to be who you are and, uh, uh, roll with the punches and stuff. But, uh, uh, anyway, uh, I, you know, I don't really know what else to say about Bill Bryson other than I really like the man. I think he's really funny. And, uh, uh, I, I thought this book, I mean, obviously Certain uh, of the articles I liked better than others, but uh, uh, I found myself laughing quite a bit because uh, I just I just kind of see eye to eye with this guy. I think he I think he's really funny. I wish he would do a separate uh, well a sequel autobiography. He kind of stops right before he was going to Great Britain. I'd like to hear more about his life in an autobiographical format, taking up from where the first one left off. And I will say. Um, relating to what you said about Mississippi. Unfortunately, we get that in Louisiana. We just get it. People figure we're doing all of that while chasing alligators and crawfish and speaking French or speaking something that passes for French. And the Swamp People reality show, I don't think, helped us. Or the um, the one that's set in North Louisiana, the one, I forget what they're called now, the Duck People, maybe. I can't remember, but that that makes us all look cuckoo. And it drives me absolutely crazy. Well, I don't know. Um, the, the, I, well, you had the, the uh, Louisiana chef show, and that guy talked so strange and, and made, you know, he, I know he did it for, for, for real, but it, it made it sound like you haven't get, had good representation. Let's put it that way. And, Alan, I love listening to you talk. I, I do. Um, you, you, I love ha- hearing regionalities. Um, I think you know just just the uh, you have a soft inflection that is just so cool. I could listen all day. Uh, now don't get a big head. Well, you know uh, I'm always going to talk the way I talk. It's it's not going to change. I don't expect. I, I, maybe if I move somewhere else with a with a much just. Dis- more distinct accent that that his influence you know, rubs off on me. But uh, woe be it to anybody that underestimates us just because we're from the South and stuff, because uh, uh, anybody that goes around assuming you're a certain way just because where you're from, they can just make, an, uh, they can make the ASS out of themselves because that's, I think that's the wrong way to be. I think you ought to always be open-minded 
and be accepting of people and enjoy the differences and, and roll with them. That's the, that's what I try to do, and I'm happy doing it. So, yeah. Me too. I find, you know, well, being especially being on the Internet, we find people from Texas. We find people from England. We find people from, from uh, I've got a, a good friend who was uh, originally in Colorado who moved to Louisiana who moved to Texas. You know, people are... are Basically, people. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't say the only, the only reason that uh, I can say this word Mississippi has its bad rep is because of the economic um, deficiency of of so much of it. Um, from what I read, now that's a that not. You know, maybe that isn't even true. Maybe everybody's rolling in oil money, and I don't know it. No, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we are in last place in, in a lot of the categories. So, uh, uh, and then you know, the racism stuff. Whenever you know, our history is what it is. I mean, then there, there, there's no, you, you can't whitewash it. It's uh, 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 a lot of a lot of what we have is deserved. So, uh, but hey. Uh, that's still no reason not to be accepting and, uh, you know, give those of us that, uh, uh, that don't, that, that aren't racist, that, uh, uh, you know, give us a fair hearing. So, yeah, that's, that, that, that's my point on it. So, okay. Well, I've got a couple of books for next month, uh, that, uh, I wrote you about Mickey. Did you ever read my email or did you ever see it? I didn't. I haven't had the computer on today. Okay, uh, let me let me jump over to where I've got th- this email called up that had the two books in it and tell you what they are. Hang on a second. Okay, the first one I think that was probably my leading suggestion. These these are both kind of novels. They're both mysteries, kind of. But the first one's called The Bullet, DB eight one five three three, by Mary Louise Kelly K E L L Y. And from best I can remember, it's uh, it's listed as suspense fiction. This woman uh, has a uh, goes to get an MRI because of a problem with a painful wrist, and finds out she's got a bullet lodged in her neck. So uh, I don't know. It, it caught my attention when I was reading it uh, uh, on Bard, and. Uh, that's the first one. It's narrated by Gabrielle Cavallaro, Gabrielle Cavallaro, who I really like. And uh, the other book is called Vo- Void Moon, DB49262. And I know I like it because I read it years ago, but uh, it's written by Michael Connolly. It was a great book. I thought I really enjoyed it. The downside is it's narrated by Annie Waters, who's not one of my favorites. So... Those are the two that I had to suggest. Let me know what you think. Bullet. Okay. Is uh, any particular reason you jumped on that one so fast? Um, because I read Void Moon. Okay. Well, that, that's fine. And I, like I said, I've read Void Moon too. Did Did you not like Void Moon, or or I'm just I'm just curious, uh, uh, or just because you've already read it? I can't tell you one single thing about it. Um, I know that I read it. Uh, I would read it again if if that was the decision of the group. I would also like to 
see how last month we only had three people here, and this month we've got one, you know, besides the two of us, and I wonder if the group is is, uh, running down. You know, give it some thought. I shouldn't have said that, poor David, but that's kind of what it where I'm, what I'm thinking. Um, but I think Bullet would be the one that fewer people had read. I agree with um, Mickey on that actually, and think maybe it might pull some people in. Most people like those suspense things, and I would have to try myself to read it, because this is one of my favorite groups, this one and the one on the Sunday previous to this one, though I, um, for some reason, was detained and couldn't come to her, um, the one about the other book going on Sundays. Okay, well, that sounds good. I I think that's, I think that's probably wise, too. I think the, uh, uh, the, uh, the bullet's the way to go, and uh, I, I think it's a lot newer book too. And I think, uh, uh, like like y'all said, I think it'll probably uh, hopefully get people's interest and stuff. And and we'll see. The only other thing I want to mention about next month is that we're going to meet on the second Sunday instead of the third Sunday as we usually do, and also we're going to move it up uh, an hour because. The second Sunday is when Banquet of Books, uh, it, that's its regular meeting time, so so that we can accommodate Mickey, uh, and I, I, maybe we'll get a better response because of the holidays and stuff uh, from everybody else attending. Uh, we'll get more more participation, so we're going to meet on the, at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday December 13th. So, yeah, we'll do that and we'll discuss the bullet. So, any other comments? May I have the number again, please? Sorry, it took me a second to find it again. The bullet, DB81533. By Mary Louise Kelly. And it's uh, reading time, 10 hours, 54 minutes. uh, Read by Gabriella. Cavallero, who I really like, uh, suspense fiction. So, uh, yeah. So we'll do that, and we'll do it on whatever that date I said. I think it's December 13th. It'll be the second Sunday, and we'll, we're moving it up a week, and we're moving it up an hour so that we don't get in the way of Banquet of Books. And why don't we try to get um, Barry Bernson for February because I may not have my computer hooked up. I, You know what happens when, when other people are involved, but I know I'll be there in February. What do you, what's, what's your thought? I think that's a, a capital idea. So uh, we'll plan on uh, Barry Bernson for February. So since you're going to be trying to, 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 to get him to attend and everything, you got to have access to your computer, and et cetera. So, yeah. Agree, agree, agree. We'll make this whole thing work. Exactly. And thank you, David, for coming and Mickey for coming and for your comments today. And uh, sorry I didn't have anything more to say, but I still think we had a good conversation. So uh, I appreciate uh, uh, your contributions. And uh, I always enjoy both of y'all. So thank you for coming. We couldn't hear you at all, David, but thank you for 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 doing this um, 
Alan. I, I'm sorry I fell apart, but uh, life will go on, and I'm pushing. Well, I'm sorry you weren't able to uh, whatever, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about you, Mickey. I know it's tough, so hang in there and keep on trucking because I know you got the right stuff. So, uh, David, I always appreciate your comments whenever you come to any of these meetings. So, yeah. Come come to more of them, either our groups or any of the other ones, because I always enjoy your comments. I'll have to do that, and uh, my sympathies again, Mickey, to you. And it was, Alan, it was always, as usual, it was always fun to come. So I hope everybody heard me better now. Much better, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, you you sound great, so I appreciate it. And uh, y'all enjoy the rest of your Sunday and enjoy your week, and uh, I'll say good night. So thank you for coming and for, for your comments. You too. See you next week.